right, welcome in to 910 AM, the Superstation here on Car Radio. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program for the next two hours for the best car radio show in all of Michigan. Snowy up here in uh, Michigan. I've been uh, driving a Ford F-150 Tremor around uh, this week, uh, which is a fabulous car to have in a blizzard. And um, uh, 33-inch uh, uh, tires, uh, great twin-turbo V6, uh, very different environment than down in uh, Daytona, Florida this weekend where the NASCAR boys are uh, assembled for the great Daytona 500. We'll be talking uh, with Stephen Cole-Smith uh, in preparation for that great race tomorrow. We're also going to be talking to Andre Smirnoff, good friend of the program uh, from Fast Lane Truck about the new Toyota Tundra, an interesting competitor uh, to the Sport F-150 uh, Tremor that I'm driving around. We'll also be talking to Consumer Reports about their lo- latest brand report and car of the year rankings. Also, Casey Caldwell uh, of uh, Car and Driver about their annual lightning lap. A lot of interesting stuff to talk about there. And Yost DeVries, who is the CEO of DeLorean Motors Reimagined. Yes, DeLorean is reimagining itself as an EV maker. So we'll be talking to Yost about uh, DeLorean's plans. Uh, They are now based in San Antonio, Texas. How about that? But uh, let's uh, get things kicked off uh, here. Talk a little Daytona 500 at the top of the show. As always, give us a call at 313-778-7600. If you want to join the conversation, and we got Stephen Cole Smith on the line, race writer extraordinaire for Auto Week. Steve, how are you? Doing good, Henry. How are you doing? Doing good. I, I assume it's not snowing down there in in uh, Florida the way it is up here in Michigan. Well, there was a wildfire next to uh, my property the other day, and I was getting some ashes, and that's the closest snow as we're going to get down here. It's uh, going to be in the 80s today, and I think tomorrow is uh, absolutely Chamber of Commerce weather down here. It's uh, going to be a good weekend for uh, the uh, the races at Daytona, no question. Yeah, that's a good thing. The uh, NASCAR boys are in the right place for their for their big uh, race. But, you know, it's interesting, Steve, this year I think was the first time in my memory anyway that the NASCAR season did not kick off with the 500. These guys raced in uh, Las Vegas a couple weeks ago, right? No, they raced in Los Angeles in the uh, uh, Coliseum, a little quarter-mile track that they built down there, and it was a big success. They are probably going to do it. I think they've got a two-year contract to do it again next year. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Uh, before we get into the 500, talk about that a little bit. Why did uh, NASCAR uh, decide to kick off uh, uh, with this Los Angeles race? And um, obviously a very, very different track than the, uh, than the tri-oval in Daytona. It was a real gamble. It was a multi-million dollar gamble for NASCAR. They have always had trouble getting the uh, NASCAR audience into Los Angeles area with any success. You know, they had Ontario Motor Speedway, which was in Ontario, a pretty good ways away from downtown Los Angeles, and it didn't work for very long. It lasted a few years. They ended up tearing it down, but now they've got – uh, the track, you know, the two-mile oval out there, 
and it is not done very well either, but it's going to be next weekend. So they're hoping that some of the success from the the uh, Coliseum is going to rub off on the track they have out there in California. And uh, I don't think it will. I think they're probably not going to see that many more people. But they're talking about turning that into a three-quarter mile oval, which would be more like uh, Richmond and uh, instead of a, a big super speedway. So uh, we'll see if that happens. They've, they've backed off on making it an absolute. So we'll see if they uh, decide to go in that direction. Yeah, those are uh, interesting developments. Uh, of course, the big development uh, this year coming into the NASCAR season is an all-new car, the next-gen car. Uh, tell us about that and how has the new car been received so far, uh, both in Los Angeles and at Daytona? Well, the new car is a new car. Every you know, NASCAR in the past has said, "Here's a new car," but it's been some uh, modification of the old car. But this is a brand new car. Uh, the only thing that's holding over is the engine, which is they've had to massage the engines to work with the new transaxle that they have instead of the regular four-speed uh, manual transmission. Uh, there's only one lug nut, and it's a very expensive lug nut, but it's there's only one going on aluminum wheels that are 18 inches tall. So that's the biggest change. If you see the car stopped somewhere, you can really tell that it's a new car, but I'll tell you, the 180 miles an hour, they all look pretty much alike. Um, the car did well out in Los Angeles, and uh, it's done well so far. But the funny thing is uh, the big teams like uh, uh, Hendrick and and uh, RCR and Joe Gibbs Racing, they're still at the top of the charts. Um, everybody thought this would be the year that the smaller teams would have a real chance because the cars are identical there's no car, no real difference, but the big teams have the time to put the car in the wind tunnel and do little tweaks here and there. And that uh, there was one point where the top four cars for qualifying were all Hendrick cars. Um, you know, Kyle Larson and Alex Bowman and the other guys, those are the two guys on the front row. So it looks like it's still going to be the big money teams, but maybe there'll be a good privateer that can sneak in somewhere and make a make a dent in the uh, in the standings. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch uh, how that car is different on the high ovals of Daytona. I've, I've uh, read some of the drivers like the car uh, better. This is a yeah much uh, much tighter. Chassis, uh, a chassis more familiar to, um, you know, to a to a, uh, a Pirelli World Challenge car now than it is to the old NASCAR. So presumably a better handling car. And it's, I've read some comments from the drivers they like uh, racing down low on Daytona as opposed to the high line that we've seen uh, in past 500s. Yeah, I think that's going to be uh, one of the keys. There's definitely going to be a two-groove racetrack where you can go high or low or, or even in the middle. Um, the cars are tightened up very much, which, as you know, means that they've uh, made them just as stiff as they possibly can as far as the suspension goes. There really is no suspension. It's just the tires. It's the only thing that, that takes up any of the bumps for the drivers. It's going to be a long 500 miles for them because uh, they say it, it's uh, 
uh, you know, the, the fact that there's really no suspension, that having them uh, just as tight as they can make them for this track is the best way to go fast. And it's going to, like I said, it's going to be a long 500 miles for these guys, I have a feeling. Yeah. Well, some great uh, stories up and down uh, the grid, as there always is for a 500. Pretty familiar face there on pole uh, this year. Kyle Larson, who won the championship last year, is right back at it on the pole. Uh, how, how do you uh, how do you handicap the race there, uh, Steve? It's hard for me to uh, – there's one of the TV guys that they always ask uh, who you, you pick for the win, and he picked Kyle Larson for every race. And with 10 wins last year, he was uh, pretty much right most of the time. And I have never voted against Kyle Larson in anything he's ever driven. So if I have to make a pick, it's probably going to be Kyle. Uh, but then there's another 39 guys behind him that have a good chance. And like I said, the cars are identical. Um, so we don't really know how they're going to race in a huge pack yet. They've had the twin 120 or twin 150 races, which had about 20 cars apiece. And those went absolutely green. There was no caution except for the very last lap of the second race where Joey Logano got turned and put into the wall. Um, it's uh, I, I'm thinking it's going to be a very clean race because these guys don't have many cars because of the supply shortage. A lot of teams have only one car. So this could be the most careful 500 in, in, in history. I'm, I think we may still see one of the big ones. We certainly did in the truck race last night. Uh, pretty much every truck uh, in this field got wiped out in the last lap. But I don't think we're going to see that in the 500 this year. These guys have to take these cars to California next week to Fontana. And uh, a lot of them don't have backup cars. So they're going to have to either get this car fixed and get to California in a week or take care of it. And I think most of them are going to be taking care of the car. <laughs> yeah, as you say, uh, yeah, tricky situation for Logano uh, coming off that uh Race on on Thursday night. Now having to go go to the uh, backup car. A um, couple uh, uh, great stories way down the field. Um, there's a there's a Villeneuve in this race, starting I believe dead last. Uh, Jacques Villeneuve is on this grid for the for the Daytona 500. Jacques actually timed his way in. He didn't have to run in the. Uh... Uh, qualifying races, he, he got in on his time uh, in the number 27 car. It's a new team. Uh, he was pretty fast in qualifying uh, for uh, the first-timer, but the guy's pretty amazing. He's 50 years old, and he's out there excited as he can be. He's starting last because in the qualifying race, he couldn't get the car started, and then there was another problem with it, uh, one of the few cars that didn't finish. But uh, it's a long race, 500 miles. It could happen. I don't think he's going to win, but, you know, he could be a factor at some point during the day. Yeah, he's uh, – what's he have, uh, Steve? He's got a uh, – he did a lot of F1 racing. He's got some IndyCar um, uh, wins on his resume as well, right? Yeah, Indy 500, and he was the Formula One champion – He's been doing some uh, rally cross lately, but uh, the guy loves to uh, try new cars. He loves to 
uh, race in front of a big crowd. He's going to be doing both on Sunday. Yeah, that's a, that's a great story. And then uh, we got Greg Biffle is back, I think, for the first time since 2016. A, a, a great name from NASCAR's past. Yeah, Greg had to race his way in. They didn't have a charter, so it's a brand-new team, and they picked Greg to come back, who has won at Daytona during the summer summer race. He hasn't won the 500 yet. But uh, Greg is a great competitor, and he got the car in the field. That was the only thing he really had to do. Uh, they got the car on Friday before the race, um, not immediately, immediately this Friday, but they got it uh, last Friday. Had very little time in the car. He had really had to call his uh, uh, friends, like uh, he said, Kyle Bush and a few of the others that he had raced with before. Give him advice on how the car handles and the car drives, and it obviously worked pretty good because Greg, you know, he was toward the bottom, but he was ahead of the other guys that had to qualify their way into the chart into the uh, the series. Of course, there's 35 guys that have charters, which NASCAR sells, and they're guaranteed a starting spot. But Biffle and Jacques Villeneuve didn't have that luxury, so they had to get in uh, either on time or, or during the qualifying races. Yeah, it's going to be great to watch. Uh, a lot of stuff going on throughout this 40-car uh, field. Steve, uh, thanks for joining us, and enjoy the race tomorrow. Always a pleasure, Henry. Thanks for having me. All right, that's Stephen Cole Smith. Find his uh, work at Auto Week Grassroots Motorsport. Uh, uh, one of the best uh, race riders out there. We're going to take a break here on Car Radio and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back on the other side. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, 
and you know you don't know if something's going to help you or not but I decided this was something I was going to do and lo and behold in about four days after taking them I was repotting plants I was doing other things my husband said to me you seem to have more energy and I said oh yeah I'm fine and I'm telling you nothing has ever made such a difference so anyway I'm very happy Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Jamie Harrington for more information at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at jamie at my38detroit.com. Welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM Superstation with Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. And we are joined by Andre Smirnoff, good friend of the program, managing editor at the Fast Lane Truck. And uh, Andre and I were recently testing the all-new, and I mean all-new, from the ground up, uh, Toyota Tundra out in California recently. Andre, how are you? I'm very good, Henry. Thanks for having me on the show again. Yeah, great to have you on. And, and um, Andre, I was I was really impressed by this truck. I uh, as I was uh, kind of going back and and uh, rereading my notes uh, and review of the Tundra. This is a truck that's really stayed with me. Um, a comprehensive remake from Toyota. Really, the first time they've totally remade this truck since 2007. So there's a lot of new stuff. Uh, coming into it, what did what did you make of the Tundra? Yeah, I um, I see it kind of the same way, Henry. Um, here at TFL Truck, obviously we follow you know every pickup very carefully, and Toyota had, uh, like you were saying, I mean the previous generation of the truck uh, lasted them a long time, and it had a really great reputation. So I think they had kind of a tall task to redesign it um, and you know satisfy not only Toyota. Um, truck customers, but uh, potentially win some new customers over. And um, they really left no stone, no not unturned. <laughs> uh, I mean, they went to the fully boxed frame, different suspension in the rear, um, you know, tweaked suspension up front, new engine, new transmission, new body, everything. Yeah, it's really something. I mean, it's, it, it's quite a comprehensive truck, and it, and it looks badass. I mean, I the, the old Tundra was a very conservative-looking uh, uh, truck, and uh, true to form, uh, Toyota's really remade the look of its vehicles, whether it's a Toyota Camry or whether it's a, uh, you know, Lexus RX. And so this this Toyota looks much more aggressive, um, 
much uh, much more polarizing uh, styling than the old truck, and that, and that really captures you t- your attention. I, I think. I mean, it bring, brings you right into the truck right away as uh, something different and something uh, competitive with the with the Detroit Three. Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, we, initially when this when we first saw the truck, right when it was unveiled, um, I I noticed from our audiences that um, the styling was controversial. Um, so some people really loved it, some people uh, did not. And whenever I see that kind of reaction, um, to me that says, uh, well, first of all, they were, you know, trying to go for for something new, right? And also, um, it probably may grow on people as well, and it grew on me. At first, I wasn't quite sure uh, about the new styling overall, and then I I saw the truck in person. Um, we were fortunate enough, actually, to uh, purchase one of them. Uh, we were one of the, one of the first, um, actually, customers of um, for a long-term fleet. We purchased a, um, a limited model with a TRD off-road package. And when I first saw it, when I was picking it up in Houston, Texas, um, it makes a visual impact, and um, it started growing on me immediately. And just and and it is now. Um, you know, a really a you know, handsome truck. Yeah, it's really uh, you can't miss this thing uh, on the road. In, inside, it's also uh, uh, very different. Uh, uh, brings in the big screen, digital displays uh, are standard on this vehicle. Again, uh, something we've gotten used to in, in trucks like this Ford F-150 Tremor that I've got in my. Uh, driveway currently, but the, at, at the heart of this vehicle is probably the big news, Andre. Uh, uh, Toyota has now gone hybrid uh, with their trucks. This is a company that's uh, pioneered hybrid in a lot of ways, going all the way back to the Prius. But you bring a hybrid into a truck like the Tundra, and uh, this is a very different hybrid. I mean, this thing's got a lot of torque. Yeah, yeah indeed, and. Um, speaking with engineers at Toyota and a lot of the folks uh, on their team and driving it, um, one thing is clear. So they went for power, torque, and performance, um, which is kind of a kind of a departure for them, right? Because if you look at some of their other hybrid vehicles, including even, for example, a Toyota Sienna minivan hybrid um, and many others, a RAV4 hybrid, for example, uh, which are a little bit more fuel-efficient-minded uh, vehicles. Uh, this one, they went for you know 437 horsepower and 583 pound-feet of torque. Um, the torqueous gas, you know, hybrid in any pickup truck. So, um, yeah, so they went kind of all the way on the on the power and towing uh, uh, confidence and capability. Uh, so it was a, quite a departure for, for them, I think. And I think a lot of people also were kind of expecting, you know, really, really stellar fuel efficiency numbers. But this is kind of a different animal. This is this is a towing machine. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be fascinating to watch uh, uh, you guys as you test it. Uh, TFL truck as uh, the baseline for this uh, for the industry. Uh, we journalists all go to TFL. Uh, to, to see if uh, towing numbers and manufacturer claims uh, hold up. So TFL really puts it through its paces. And to your point, Andre, the, uh, I mean, this thing has low-end torque. Uh, 
uh, like a diesel. I think it's the highest torque in class at, at uh, 580 plus. Uh, that doesn't quite return the uh, fuel economy that you see in some competitive diesels out there. But then when you get, when you get to higher revs in this vehicle, the truck really moves. I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, diesels sort of uh, peter out. Uh, as they get to higher RPM, this hybrid just keeps going, and it, it, I found it a really fun uh, truck to drive uh, on road as well as off road. Yeah, I agree. I think the top end power is really great. Um, we have tested our non-hybrid Tundra 2022 model in many different ways, including range testing and eye gauntlets, uh, world toughest towing test. And it performed really great as far as stability, confidence, and towing. Um, I'm talking about the non-hybrid now. Um, the quiet cabin, all those things, um, very easy to drive. Um, and even on a range testing, when we did kind of a steady test, uh, steady state um, MPG testing, it did quite well as well. So in the real world, especially with premium fuel, premium octane, because it's a turbocharged engine, um, it really kind of responds to it. Response, it can run on 87 octane too, but it really, really responds to higher octane numbers and becomes um, a little bit more lively even and efficient. That's in my experience. And, and then the hybrid, we haven't put it on the mountain yet, but I drove it in California probably at the same event you were at. And once yeah. again, quiet, powerful, really, really strong. Yeah, it, uh, and I and I should uh, note to listeners that the hybrid is not standard on this vehicle. The, the uh, standard engine is is a, a V6 non-hybrid that uh, starting at about thirty five thousand dollars, so uh, a good ways north of where the work trucks uh, start in the Detroit Three lineup. But Toyota is really about retail. In, in trucks. It's not after-work trucks. It doesn't do heavy-duty trucks. It's really focused on the retail market. And so the hybrid, Andre, I think starts at about $52,000. Is that right, with a limited edition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, You got it. And also, that surprised me a little bit, too. Um, Toyota does, like you're saying, have kind of a unique position. Uh, they're a full-size truck, the Tundra. It's a little bit more towards kind of the lifestyle customer, the retail customer, right? Um, the person who, you know, may do some work, but also kind of likes towing, you know, camping trailers, boats, et cetera, et cetera, going maybe into the into the wild. Um, and so, so I was a little surprised when they did not, or they decided not to offer the hybrid and kind of the lower trims. So they're starting at the limited trim, which is kind of their mid-grade, um, kind of a volume seller. And they're going up into the luxury trucks from there. Um, that surprised me a little bit because Ford, of course, the F-150 hybrid is kind of a direct compar- uh, competitor- comparison here. And they offer their hybrids in the work trucks as well, kind of at the, at the, uh, at the lower end of the spectrum uh, for that are a little bit more affordable. So that did surprise me a little bit. Um, but like we're saying, the power and the performance is there. Yeah, well, and it'll be interesting to see if, if they get really good take rates on this hybrid. Yeah, maybe they'll uh, bring the truck, bring that price down uh, for a mid-cycle refresh. Uh, refresh.
Uh, Andre, uh, hold on there if you would. We're going to uh, get a, hear a couple ads from our sponsors, and we will be back on the other side of the break talking Toyota Tundra with Andre Smirnoff. You're on Car Radio. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep giving getting bigger and better and more innovative seen all around the world we bring you the best teaching impartation singing and inspiration if you want original programming we have that too the word network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration and we can be found on every device imaginable if you want to be uplifted and inspired you need the word network Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside a Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500 with a must-air within 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Jamie Harrington now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Welcome back into Car Radio. We're talking with Andre Smirnoff uh, of the Fast Lane Truck about the all-new Toyota Tundra, and uh, Andre, the uh, aside from the uh, <laughs> from the hybrid engine and the uh, and the uh, the rear suspension, the the, the coilover uh, springs in the rear suspension, which is a big development for this 
uh, truck as well, similar to the Ram 1500. I was really intrigued by Toyota's choice of bed material. We, we've had a war here in Detroit between Chevy and Ford of aluminum versus steel, and Toyota decided to go composite with their uh, bed. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so the composite bed is an interesting move. Um, obviously, so there are a couple of benefits and also, you know, maybe a, a drawback or two. So the, the huge benefits are, first of all, a little bit of weight savings um, on, on the overall truck. And I think Toyota Neat, I mean, their, their Tundra trucks are getting a little bit heavier on the heavier side um, because they are a bit overbuilt um, as far as their frame and suspension and everything else, their transfer cases. So they were trying to save a little bit of weight, but more importantly, uh, the composite bed, uh, and this is the next generation of the composite bed, um, because they had the previous version of it on the Tacoma trucks, their smaller trucks. Um, it's also durability. Um, so uh, dent resistance, durability, toughness, all those things. Um, and actually, they're offering the composite bed on the eight-foot version, eight-foot bed version, their five-and-a-half-foot bed version, and six-and-a-half-foot bed version. So they went all in. On, on this material. Um, so that's, uh, well, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't tried to puncture it yet, but uh, I, you know, we've, we've put a lot of different, uh, um, um, we've hauled um, ramps in there, we've hauled motorcycles, um, and it feels really tough. It can be a little bit slippery, so that's the drawback, because that material, the composite material, uh, can be a little slick, especially, you know, if there's moisture or snow or whatever. Um, and they offer a couple solutions for that. Uh, a bed mat that you can get from Toyota, uh, kind of a rubberized mat, or this coating. Um, they have another coating, not, not the typical uh, bed liner coating that you may be used to, but kind of um, a little bit more finer grain uh, coating that can help with that. So quite interesting. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fascinating choice. And like you say, they've, they've had a lot of experience uh, with the composite bed in the Tacoma, which is the best-selling truck in mid-sized trucks, so uh, they know what they're doing there. It's going to be really interesting um, uh, to see how that works out for them. More expensive uh, option, clearly, but uh, they've had such good feedback um, from their Tacoma customers, apparently, that uh, they're, they're going all in on this. The, the other thing that's interesting uh, about the, the Tundra. I'm driving around this uh, $70,000 F-150 Tremor, and the uh, 1794-edition Tundra I was driving uh, in California and the TRD Pro Tundra I was driving were right there at $70,000. It sounds like uh, Toyota's figured out there's big money up at the, up at the top end of these pickups. Yeah, indeed, and, and they're going one step further, right? They just introduced their capstone version, which is which is their kind of above 1794, um, fully luxury, you know, very luxurious truck. Um, and that's kind of an industry trend as well. Um, you know, Ram and GM, and uh, GM just recently introduced the Denali Ultimate trim on the GMC trucks, uh, which is taking it to the next level. Toyota here is taking it further up. Uh, but I think, yes, so they're quite expensive, but they're also offering um, 
a ton of technology, right? A ton of technology and also comfort features. Um, the capstone and the 1794 have a you know, quiet, nice luxury, you know, leather, you know, finishes on the inside and and their huge 14-inch uh, screen in the middle with the latest infotainment system. Yeah, I love I love that technology, and I, I you know I like the base truck just because Toyota is very generous as they are on all their vehicles. They they bring in a blind spot assist standard, they bring in adaptive cruise control stand, standards. You get a lot of stuff at thirty five thousand dollars, but I think um, I, I really like that hybrid drivetrain, Andre. So I, I think I would I would start at fifty two grand uh, for the hybrid. What do you think? What uh, what trim uh, you think you would uh, outfit the Tundra in? Well, so, so first of all, um, here's the reason why we purchased a limited charity off-road. Just really quickly, we, we wanted, initially we wanted an SR5, which is kind of a slightly lower trim. It starts with the SR and then the SR5, then limited, and on and on. Um, the limited um, turned out to be a little bit, our truck cost about 57000 with a few options but not a hybrid. And um, I would recommend uh, this. I, I would say if you're driving, if you're driving around city a little bit more, like maybe commuting, commuting to work, and uh, you're putting a lot of miles on your pickup, I would say the hybrid is definitely worth it. I would say it likes city driving because it can recoup some energy using um, regen braking. It can help with the electric motor um, to get you going. Um, so I think you're quickly going to be making up, I think it's about, what, $3,400 more the hybrid costs than um, the non-hybrid. Yeah. So so I think I think you're driving around town a little bit more um, than long highway trips. I think the hybrid is a really good choice. If you're going to be kind of, if you think about, you know, going long distance, you know, highway driving, um, in my experience uh, with some of the other hybrids, um, some of those benefits kind of are not quite as as evident because, um, you know, aerodynamics comes into play. You're using a little bit more fuel um, um, at longer, uh, higher speeds, highway speeds, et cetera. So I, would, I think I would still stick with kind of a – a limited trim because it offers um, kind of a wide range of options. You can get the sunroof or you don't have to. Um, you know, you can pick and choose um, different options. You still get with a tier the alpha package, you can get a rear locking differential, Bilstein shocks, which are, I think, really, really good um, as far as comfort and overall performance. Um, so I would kind of, I think, stay in the middle of that range because um, I'm more, a little bit more of a, I prefer a little bit more of a, I don't know, basic truck. I'm not a huge uh, kind of a luxury guy. Yeah, well, and then, uh, and as you say, the uh, there's, there's plenty to be had on that truck without going the premium to the hybrid and the base V6 engine, uh, uh, which, which still uh, underlies that hybrid, is there uh, on the base truck. So, yeah, very, very competent truck without having to go over $50,000. Uh, Andre, thanks for uh, joining us uh, today, as always, and we'll be uh, tuning in to TFL Truck uh, to learn more about your Tundra. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me once again.
All right, we're going to uh, go from trucks to uh, consumer reports here and talk about uh, not only trucks, but cars and luxury cars and SUVs and everything else on the map. Uh, consumer reports uh, has come out with their annual uh, brand report and car of the year uh, rankings. We're joined by Jeff Bartlett, who is the managing editor for autos over at Consumer Reports. Jeff, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, great to have you on the program. And uh, and and tell folks about uh, uh, these 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 reports kind of come out in tandem: the brand report and the car of the year. Uh, it's a it's a big deal uh, for those for for folks, not only those of us in the uh, auto review universe, but also for uh, customers in general, because you guys talk to consumers to uh, arrive at these rankings. Uh, that's right, and thank you. Uh, both the top picks in our car brand report card are part of our annual auto issue. We just posted them online ahead of the magazines going out, and they do make a, an interesting kind of bookend to our work in testing vehicles as well as surveying owner experiences. The top picks is a list of the 10 most recommended vehicles that we've tested. We present choices in 10 different categories that we can recommend without hesitation because they stand out for test performance, reliability, owner satisfaction, and safety. But looking at it from kind of a, a wider view, the brand report cards take a look at how the brands stack up, compiling the data on all those facets at the brand level. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a very comprehensive uh, report, and uh, um, I mean to start with the, with the brand side. Uh, it's, uh, I, I think um, people might expect to see some some big juggernauts there at the top of the list. Uh, you know, Lexus, Toyota, Porsche always seem to uh, bring home, uh, for example, JD Power. Uh, reliability rankings, but at the top of your all's list are two small manufacturers, Subaru and Mazda. I, I thought that was fascinating. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Sure. Subaru and Mazda are routinely in the top five of our, which takes a look at uh, the aggregate data of road tests, reliability, satisfaction. Um, and in a way, a smaller manufacturer would have a, uh, an advantage. If they're focusing on fewer powertrains, fewer platforms, they simply have fewer things to get right. You do see a challenge with a large manufacturer, like, say, a General Motors or a Toyota, to have a breadth of products. You're going to have a wide range in performance, and you know that can uh, make the numbers a little more challenging for them. Um, but Subaru and Mazda are always a great story there, especially because these smaller car companies have some really compelling models, and they may not necessarily be top on shoppers' list, but our data routinely shows that they should be. Uh, Jeff, uh, uh, hang on there. We're going to hear from some of our advertisers, uh, and when we return on the other side of the break, we'll continue talking with Jeff Bartlett about Consumer Reports' latest brand and Car of the Year rankings here on Car Radio.
WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesdays, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days to taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Jamie Harrington for more information at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at jamie at my38detroit.com. All right, welcome back to Car Radio. We're talking to Jeff Bartlett of Consumer Reports about their annual uh, uh, car brand and car of the year rankings. And, Jeff, um, we were talking before the break how uh, these two small uh, manufacturers, Subaru, Mazda, uh, are at the top of your brand rankings this year. Two two other uh, brands that have very passionate followings uh, did not fare so well. Uh, Tesla, I think, came in. Uh, at around 23 on your list, and dead last was Jeep. 
two, two brands that uh, really have passion in the marketplace but really didn't measure up on your survey. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, certainly. Uh, Tesla at 23 moved down seven places from last year. And one facet of that was the change of the steering wheel on the Model S and the X. It went to a yoke, so it wasn't a complete circle. That created some challenges in our testing. Uh, we have some concerns about that, uh, and that lowered their road test scores. But also, the reliability has been mixed. Uh, in particular, the Model Y has had uh, a list of challenges. Uh, so as all of this is put into the, um, the calculations, that meant Tesla moving down. But owner satisfaction remains fairly high for it. So owners, you know, obviously are very passionate about the mission and the technology, the innovations, the performance of the cars. There's a lot to like there, but there are some compromises. Jeep this year is the lowest ranked in 32nd position. And the real challenge for Jeep is the reliability. Um, this has been a challenge ongoing for the brand and is routinely in that, that kind of bottom grouping. Uh, last year, Alfa Romeo had the distinction of being the lowest brand. Um, another thing with Jeep is some of the models don't perform particularly well in our tests, uh, which do favor, of course, on-road performance. Uh, you get a model like a, a Wrangler or a Gladiator, it's just not going to handle as well as uh, some other vehicles. But for the right person, the right mindset, and the right use, understandably, owner satisfaction is high. And ultimately, these two brands underscore the importance of doing your research and knowing that there is the perfect vehicle for everybody, but there isn't one that's going to do it for all. Yeah. Well, and with uh, Ford Bronco coming in uh, and, and challenging uh, the Jeep Wrangler, uh, it's going to be really interesting if, if that's something that uh, might turn customers uh, toward Ford because, uh, as you say, Jeep's reliability has always been an issue uh, with that brand. Um, back on the, uh, on the Tesla uh, meme, another uh, interesting headline out of your uh, rankings is that you're, you're recommending the uh, Ford Mustang Mach-E uh, as your choice uh, for best EV. Uh, this is... Uh, uh, also in the uh, uh, $45,000 to $55,000 category. But that's uh, 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 very significant as well, I think, because Tesla has uh, really dominated uh, electric sales uh, in this country, and you guys find the Mach-E is a very mm -hmm. credible competitor. We absolutely do. And I want to underscore sales don't impact our uh, selection of these vehicles. We're looking really at the scores. And – uh, the Mustang Mach-E very much impressed our staff from the moment we bought one, uh, and it does outpoint uh, the Model 3, which was our EV pick for the previous two years, as well as the Model Y, but not by a huge margin. Um, the uh, Mach-E also benefits uh, slightly from two bonus points, which we're awarding this year for vehicles that have um, – sophisticated driving assist systems that also have effective driver monitoring. 
this is something we implemented this year to help encourage the industry to really pay attention to not only what the car can do, but to make sure that it's collaborating with the driving experience with the human as well. Uh, but overall, yeah, we really like the, the Mach-E and think it's a, a very solid recommendation for anyone looking for an EV in that price range. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I find the Mach-E very competitor, very compelling a vehicle. I own a Tesla Model 3 uh, myself, and uh, Tesla is, oh. uh, deserves its reputation. It's been it's been the pioneer in this field, uh, whether it's autopilot or whether it's uh, EV technology. A very difficult brand to catch, and I and I think uh, Ford has done a heck of a job uh, with the Mach-E in in, uh, in all respects. Uh, one of the uh, things I love about your all's um, rankings is you do it by price. Uh, you start uh, at the under $25,000 category, work yourself up uh, to the forty-five dollars to $50,000 category. And I'm, I'm really bullish on affordable vehicles these days because electronics have uh, trickled down to vehicles like the Nissan Sentra, which is your pick. Uh, for small car, I mean, you can get a lot of really good uh, features on a $20,000 car now that we used to uh, associate with luxury cars. Talk, talk about your pick of Nissan Sentra and Nissan Rogue Sport a little bit as your best of under $25,000 picks. Sure. I, I think you're spot on, on on drilling down to that technology end. One thing that really stands out for us with, with these, you know, quote-unquote, entry-level models, these lower-priced models, is like every top pick, they come standard with the key active safety features on all trims. Because when we recommend a car as a top pick, we don't want to have a lot of caveats. Well, you got to get this, you got to get that. You got to hunt it down, which is a real challenge these days with uh, limited inventory. Here you have two cars that perform well all around, solid reliability, good owner satisfaction, good performance in our tests, and they have all the safety and protection, which is not only important for what may be a younger buyer, a lesser experienced buyer, uh, or maybe even someone who tends to drive in the, in the city where you know these vehicles are really being the element. But it also sets the standard for other cars because it shows that at any price, a car can and should have these types of features. And it's a little surprising that there are a number of models at twice the price where you have to pay extra to get uh, highway speed, automatic emergency braking, or blind spot warning. Um, so I, I think for all those reasons, these two models really stand out. Yeah, yeah, some really good stuff here. Uh, Jeff Bartlett, Managing Editor for Autos for Consumer Reports. Uh, thanks for joining us today, and I encourage everybody to go to Consumer Reports and check out uh, and check out your rankings. It's good stuff. Appreciate that. It was my pleasure. Thank you. All right, we'll take a break here at the top of the hour, hear from our sponsors. And on the other side, we're going to talk lightning lap with car and drivers Casey Caldwell. You're on car radio. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19. But you can't go it alone. 
Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but you